Hello world, and welcome to Take a Dump. I'm your host, Jenny Tran. I'm a music educator and singer-songwriter who also loves advocating heavily for mental health. In this podcast, I'll be telling stories about my life-changing struggles with anxiety and how my healing process is going in efforts to show that no one's ever alone in the struggle of coping and healing. And since anxiety oftentimes rides alongside gastrointestinal issues, sorry for everyone in the middle of a meal, I thought of mental health the same way. You'll feel a lot better when you speak your truth and let out anything that had been festering inside your soul. Or whole. (laughs) If this intrigues you, hop on. Get your Miralax and tissue box ready because it's going to be a bumpy ride, pal. Hello, world. Welcome to episode nine. Is it episode nine? Yes, it is episode nine of Take a Dump. It's been a very long time since I've been on here, and I'm just happy to be back. A lot has happened since the last recording episode, which was, was it July? Yes, it was July 25th. And today is November 19th. And since then, a lot has happened. So I guess I could get into what has happened since then. So So I think I touched on briefly in the last couple of episodes that I was going to get a proper diagnosis for what I think might be PTSD. And my therapist um, ended up diagnosing me and read through the classifications or the the symptoms and uh turns out your girl actually does have ptsd what a fucking surprise right (laughs) i mean it's not much of a surprise at all but you know it was jarring to know that i have it jarring just a little bit because at the same time i really feel like my um concerns were validated and what i believe is true or what I believe to be true, is actually true. So, yeah, I've been working through that. Um, Just trying my best to take it easy every single day. I'm still not medicated, but if I feel like things are going to get worse, if I feel like I can't personally alleviate a lot of the symptoms that I deal with day to day on my own, without meds then I'll get on it but in the meantime I feel like my support system is solid and just as long as I speak up and stuff like that I think I should be fine at least for now another big old thing I left Chicago I actually moved out of state um it was something that I was gonna wait to tell you guys after it happened so I'm telling you guys now that I now live in Arizona Um, The move out of state was quite easy. I had help from family. My aunt and uncle actually helped me quite a bit. And I just hauled all my stuff into a U-box and I flew over here. So now most of my stuff is in storage, but essentially I've closed the distance with my boyfriend and we're doing pretty well. We're on week three of me living here and things have been smooth sailing since and being in Arizona it's quite the culture shock I mean they don't have palm trees in Chicago and they certainly do not have mountains or or at least like 
Well, I think, wait, does Illinois have a state? Have, does the state of Illinois have mountains? I think there's like another city that has mountains, but not Chicago. But anyway, um, I don't see palm trees in Chicago. I certainly don't feel like dry heat. And I certainly don't see sucky transportation or public transportation. <laughs> That's going to be an adjustment. So I'm going to have to actually own a car in order to get by here because public transportation here sucks. But it's very beautiful nonetheless. Um, I love that it's dry here. I feel like I can handle heat just fine as long as it's not too humid. And getting acclimated to this town, I mean, it's pretty cool. I like that I'm not living in such a big city anymore. I feel like there's no reason for me to live in a big city unless I'm trying to pursue being a pop star or unless I'm trying to take on a celebrity client. <laughs> you know, there's no reason for me to live in a big city, truly. Um, I feel like living in Chicago, sometimes it was a bit of a sensory overload. There was just a lot going on. Pete, like a ton of people, it's always been crowded. And I walk on the sidewalks now and even on the main streets, there's like little to no people on sidewalks. It's just either me or some other random person across the street. It just feels like there's a lot more air to breathe, so. I feel like I can really get used to this. Also, um, I'm still teaching remotely, so what what had happened with my job in Chicago is that I did lose a ton of my students. I was teaching about 33 students around the time where I was leaving, but now I'm teaching about eight students remotely only, so that's pretty cool. Um, my boss still wanted to keep me in his uh his business so I felt very honored that he had asked me to stay and that I was able to work around still being able to have my job despite the fact that it's remote now and yeah it's been it's been an absolute blessing so that I can relax a bit about finances and whatnot but I'm gonna figure out how to pick myself back up come January because right now is like a very weird time to navigate just because of the holidays and whatnot and just I would only be having about maybe two weeks of steady work and it's just gonna yeah <laughs> but anyway uh yeah that was a little bit of an update for me and I guess today I want to talk about toxic forgiveness because I feel like this is what's gonna relate to some other updates that I may have right now and around the time where I was moving my belongings and my aunt and uncle were there to help me I set a very harsh boundary with my aunt well it wasn't harsh but it was quite concise and clear and that boundary was I didn't want to see my mom like my aunt is still quite in contact with my mom which I, I I guess I understand her stance but um at the same time I've also told my aunt about everything about my abuse that I had endured for 
20, well over 20 something years, I would say 20 years. And she, she knows about all that. And when I told her months ago about it, she said, okay, you just focus on your move and I will deal with her. Like, you don't need to worry about it. I'll deal with her. And so I took her word for it. And uh, since then, she had, had she had been helping me with the move and whatnot. But um, on the last day where all my stuff was pretty much loaded in the U-box for storage and to uh, ship away, my apartment was completely empty. And all I had left were boxes of belongings that had belonged to my mother. And uh, my aunt had offered to just drive it over to her. But then um, about a couple of hours later, she had changed her mind and said, hey, um, I think I'm a bit too tired to transport all this stuff to your mom. Is it possible if she can come over and pick up the stuff? And I said, yeah, sure, she could pick up the stuff. Only Larry and I are going to take the boxes that are inside our apartment drop it off in the alleyway next to our place and she can go pick it up herself and then my aunt said what you're not gonna say goodbye to her one last time and I said why would I want to do that and she said you're gonna regret this while shaking her head and I said that I was gonna live with that or that I was willing to live with that and um yeah even though she was disappointed with my boundary I mean she respected she respected it ultimately and um had my brother Larry and I we we ended up dropping off the boxes in the alleyway she ended up waiting for me and Larry to get back inside our place to then call my mom and said, hey, the stuff's out here. You, you can pick it up now. And, um, yeah, my aunt, she had been telling me that since, since the move and all that stuff, she would call me and tell me that my mom had been crying on the other end, asking, like, are they gone? Are they gone? <sighs> yeah, it's just... It's just a lot. And um, thinking about my mother crying, I mean, it's um, it's hard to process because I never want to be a person that makes someone else cry. And a lot of the times I end up forgetting about the fact that she contributed a lot to the detriment of my upbringing. And then I end up wanting to, wanting to just forgive her right off the bat as if it's going to make things better when I know it doesn't. So, yeah, I guess um, in terms of toxic forgiveness, I guess that was what my aunt wanted me to do. She thought that because my mom was my mom, I'm supposed to forgive her right off the bat. And it's just insane how a role that a person plays in your life just kind of gives them leeway or gives them a pass to do whatever the hell they want. And I just, I don't believe that at all. 
and um, it's just not fair. I feel like if a person wants to forgive, then they can do so. I don't think they should be forced to forgive and have the person be absolved of all their wrongdoings. I'm more interested in holding people accountable. And that's what I want people to understand is that you don't need to forgive to find peace. I don't totally understand how that feels because, I mean, it's only been five months since I haven't talked to my mother and I just, I haven't totally found peace yet. I still get nightmares about her or dreams about her. And she, she's still very much in my conscious. Sometimes I catch myself crying about her. Because it's just deeply embedded in me. I don't know exactly what it means to find peace outside of feeling the obligation to forgive somebody. But I'm going to find out for myself. But what I do know now is that I feel a bit more peace than usual because of the physical distance but what I know is that that feeling is just going to be temporary your problems will follow you wherever you go it doesn't matter if you move from one side of the globe to the other side of the globe physically you can never escape your thoughts and your mind and such But yeah, that's that that's besides the point. You do not need to forgive somebody to find peace. You'll you'll hear a lot of people saying that forgiveness is for you to find peace. And while I understand the standpoint of that, I'm just not interested in having people feel pressure to forgive. Because forgiving has an implication of, oh, it's okay. When it's not. It's not okay. In my case, I don't think it's okay for a mother to be compliant in her children's abuse for a whole two fucking decades. I can't forgive that. I don't know if I'll ever see myself ever talking to her again. But, um, if I do, I just, I just don't feel interested in forgiving. And it's not the same as holding a grudge. Holding a grudge just means that you're, <sighs> that you feel resentment every single day. And I gotta admit, that was the first month of me, um, that was the first month of estrangement. Or maybe that was the month, bef- that was the month leading up to estrangement, I felt grudges against her and they were they were hefty I don't feel much of a grudge anymore because I'm trying to build a life that's kind of outside of her because prior to the estrangement I, I've built my life around her and it was very 
exhausting. And so for her to kind of leave my life, it's almost as if I'm just a shell of a human being trying to figure everything out still. And that's that that's something that people don't understand when when someone's like deeply embedded in your life like that and they they just um completely betray you, how can you how can you forgive that? And they're they're these people that would say, you know, you have to forgive, it's just it's just the same people that really don't understand your situation and unless they're in it they 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 just never will understand but yeah there shouldn't be any guilt in you not wanting to forgive because it's fine but anyway i i feel like i'm sounding a little bit like a drone i'm repeating the same sentence over and over again am i Yeah, it's fine. But that's the message for the day. And I don't really have much to add to this. Um, I'm gonna keep this podcast going. I absolutely will. Um, I'm not sure if I'm gonna have a schedule. But I'm gonna come up with different topics. And I'll keep you guys posted. I really love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in after such a while. And I'll see you next time. Bye, love ya.